and welcome to the Austin Art Talk podcast. My name is Scott David Gordon, your host. Thank you so much for taking time to listen, and I do hope you are enjoying the interviews I've been sharing. One of my goals is to put out a new episode every week and to keep getting better at interviewing and producing the show. I love asking questions and I love getting to know people. Please share any feedback you have and please leave me a rating and review on iTunes. That could help others find this podcast and inspire them to take a chance and give it a try. And if you are listening to this through an app on your phone, be sure to visit austinarttalk.com on your computer to get the full effect of each episode's webpage and to follow the links provided that are relevant to the guests and what we talk about. Kirk Weddle is an Austin editorial and advertising photographer who specializes in high-quality environmental portraits and has many years of experience with underwater photography. As a photographer myself, I really enjoyed this conversation. And yes, we do talk about Kirk's first big break getting to shoot the famous cover for Nirvana's Nevermind album and the whole band itself in a swimming pool soon after. Those stories and many more, plus thoughtful insights and reflections about his years of experience being a photographer, made this a fun interview for me. Make note, you will hear a few curse words just in case you have sensitive ears nearby while listening. So here is Kirk. Thanks, Kirk, for being on my podcast. Absolutely. All right. Well, shake yeah. hands. <laughs> Since no one can see that. Um, all right. So you are an Austin photographer. I am. And what kind of photography do you like to do? I'm mostly an uh, environmental uh, portrait guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a fine art guy. I'm commercial, you mm-hmm. know, so editorial stuff. So you actually want to make a living then, right? I, I would prefer to make a living, yeah. I uh, yeah, I don't like it when my accountant says, is this a hobby or a business? Oh, you know? right. So that's bad. Yeah, know? not that fine art photographers can't make a living, but um, like I studied at ACC and they have a great photography program and it's very commercial oriented. Right. Like we're going to make sure you can make a living doing this, which I think a lot of How's that working appreciate. out for you? Very good. All right, that's yeah. a good answer. Yeah. yeah. So... How did you get started in photography? Like, how far do we have to go back to to know? Like, I, um, you know, it's it's weird, but I've done it most of my life. Okay, and I got into it just as a way to meet women. Uh, <laughs> and I, you know, so I was like, ah, oh, college. What's the easiest thing you can do? Be a photographer. Yeah, boom. You know, and access and, to people. Access to, spend time yeah. with people. And it's changed over because I've actually met women. And so uh, now I don't need to meet a lot more because I have one that I really like. That's um, a good place to be. Yeah. So how early are we talking about that you remember being into photography? Like in my in my twenties. Okay, I was, in I was 20s. actually um, in the military, and I wanted to meet people that weren't in the military. So I did a little, you know, night school photography class. Thought it'd be easy. I ended up getting hurt, and these guys, uh, government sent me to uh, art school. Did that, and I felt like i had a little bit of a flair for it and so i've done it you know since the 80s yeah yeah it's the only thing i've done so before your 20s growing up did you have any creative kind of zip. inklings zip no not nothing okay no. so your sounds like your military experience wasn't great or was no it? no i enjoyed it quite a bit i just i got banged up um and so this was just something i thought maybe would you know tide me over and it's like as I got into it, uh, I got better at it, and I, I really had an affinity for it, and I thought, yeah. this is something, you know? So when did the whole diving thing come in? Well, I was doing that when I was in the military, so... Okay. Um, and then when I got out, you know, I was uh, out of um, college. I was uh, doing, you know, 
a photo assistant. I was doing commercial photography and big, big L.A. productions. Mm-hmm. And so I was part of a crew, and my underwater skills it was something they needed. Oh, okay. And so that gave me a little bit of... of um, a little edge over little, other people. Exactly. I'd actually uh, gotten fired from this company, this production house, and they're like, never bring this guy back unless it's an underwater gig. Okay. And I'm like, oh, so that maybe there's something to that, you know? Mm-hmm. So I really pursued underwater hard and heavy, and um, I tried to do an underwater studio kind of environment. Mm. And that was my thing. To At that time, uh, it was before digital, so there wasn't many people doing underwater. Yeah, and it was it's a pain in the ass. Right? It's a real pain in the ass. <laughs> and so... With film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, tell me more about diving. Like, I, I've never done that, and it kind of scares me, and it just, I don't know, like, I'm not that great in the water anyway. Well, like, do you just feel like at home in the water? You just I do, it? absolutely. Diving is the best because um, at some point you're weightless. You can just drift in the flow of the current. You can fly up. You can fly down. Yeah. Um, so in, I was a diver in Southern California, and so the kelp forest is a big deal there. So you're in this kelp, and it's like being in a forest. And you go, you want to go to the top of the tree, just swoosh, up you go, and down you go. And it's such a tremendous environment. Yeah. Yeah. And the phone never rings. Right. <laughs> and and that's one of the thi- cool things about underwater photography is like nobody can bother you when you're doing ah. it. Right. No one's looking at their iPad, checking your <laughs> shit out. Um, you're on your own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And all the animals that live under the water, too. I mean, the fish. Yeah, and the big ones and the little ones. Jeez. Yeah. You've, I think I'd read somewhere you've photograph sharks and all kinds and sharks, of sharks you know I'll, you know i like the the big animals yeah not really a macro guy mm-hmm. i don't want to shoot these little bellinis yeah and little things but um yeah tell me about some of the most memorable dives that you've been on all right my well i'll tell you the first my first underwater photo shoot yeah yeah it was off uh, catalina island it was a photo of some advertising award like this this big chrome bowl mm-hmm. and they wanted me to you know, take it down, set it on the bottom of the ocean floor and take a picture of it and strip in some sharks. I was, you know, I was way out of my depth. And they knew I was the underwater guy. And I'm good at underwater, but I wasn't really good at underwater photography at that point. Yeah. I wanted to set up a studio. So I, I went down, I set the bowl down, I put a tripod down, I mounted a camera on it. And I swam up and I asked the guy to hand me a sandbag. And I was talking to him when I was like, hey, hand me that sandbag, you know. And then you're gone. You know, it's a 40-pound uh, piece. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I was talking to him, and I'm like, ah! You know, wham! Wow. Hit the ocean floor. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then, you know, from a practical standpoint, that sandbag's never the same after it's been in the ocean. That tripod's never the same. Yeah. And so it took me a while to, you know, get my chops and um, figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever had any really big scares? Like, you thought you would die? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Whatever. Well, not really on a... I've never thought I was going to die on a photo uh, project, but just diving in general. You go, yeah. oh, we, yeah, we've crossed it here, you know. Yeah. We're going to get worked, yeah. and uh, we might not survive this. Oh, know? geez. Yeah. Wow, that's... I, I'm, I think I'm a good diver, a strong diver, mm-hmm. and I try and I do and keep myself out of those dangerous situations. And re- you have to realize, I dive alone normally. Mm. Um, I don't okay. like the buddy thing. Yeah, it, because uh, normally I'm a, I don't want to sound 
you know, like pat myself on the back, but I'm usually a better diver than the people I'm diving with. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to rescue them. Oh, yeah. They're not going to rescue me. Sure. And so the smart thing is to keep yourself out of trouble. Yeah. Always what get, about, I mean, does someone that dives, does that equate to them liking to swim? Like, do you just go, do you go swimming on your own? Well, actually swimming is, is, is harder. Okay. Uh, it takes a lot more energy and, ex, you know, you've got to be in better shape. There's a lot of divers that are out of shape. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm a swimmer. I enjoy it. Diving's different, man. Scuba diving's different. Uh, I think the purest form is actually free diving. Mm. So you don't have a tank. Because now uh, diving's evolved so much. You have a computer that tells you how much air you have left or how deep you are. Or, and so free diving is just breath hole diving, which is a little bit different than snorkeling. Because snorkeling is like people who just futz around on top of the water. But to be able to go down, hold your breath, shoot an image... Catch a fish, whatever is that's something special. That sounds intense. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you want to get this out of the way early? Your most famous underwater shirt. Yeah, shoot. sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's I mean that's my thing. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, does it annoy you that people equate you with that, or do you think it's a good thing? I mean, you're kind of over it by now, or what? Yeah, it doesn't annoy me at all. Okay. And and I'm not even really over it. I was over it for a while. Okay. Um, it was an important part of my life. Yeah. And um, I'm really happy I did it. And uh, I'm really happy re- with the results. So I don't really have uh, too many regrets oh. in that case. Is there anything that you haven't said about it? I mean, I've read a, quite a few interviews with you about it. I mean, is there anything that hasn't been said? I mean, it, essentially, you shot the cover of the uh, Nirvana Nevermind album right as they were coming into popularity. I've read a lot of descriptions of the whole shoot and everything. I mean, do you have anything interesting that you'd like to say about it? I don't know if I have anything interesting to say. Um, <laughs> or just tell but, me about it. Yeah, like, I'll, give, give, I'll give you the rundown on it. For anyone that it, doesn't It was know. kind of a, for me, it was, it was a kind of a perfect storm. In that, first of all, uh, when they when they called me, they, they asked me if I had a shot of a baby underwater, and I didn't. And it that went away. And then they're like, hey, can you shoot a baby underwater? I'm like, yeah, I, I, I think I can. And I went and did it. It was pretty simple. Yeah. Pretty simple little photo shoot, you know, like five minutes or something. Yeah, yeah, but but I mean, it wasn't it wasn't all corporate, you know. Um, nobody from the agency came. Nobody mm. from the record label came. They're like, hey, can you do this? And they gave me a thousand bucks and like go away and come back with a picture. Yeah, you know, my friend had a little baby and and they were pretty hip and cool and I thought they would let me do it and it was very simple, very yeah. easy. And one of the guys uh, instructors I had in school. This guy, Bob Bowen, he used to harp on us about uh, a strong concept and a simple execution. Mm. And that's what that picture was. And it's a fantastic concept. Yeah. The concept's greater than the image, you know? Yeah. Um, naked baby, underwater, can't breathe, going after the dollar bill, and there's the big fish hook. Yeah. And then filming it was fairly simple. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, you get this pool, a couple hundred bucks. Uh, bring a plastic doll and frame it up with this doll mm-hmm. and we take the baby you know blow on his face he you know shuts his nose and his eyes and put him in the water bang 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 and it was it was done really simply yeah and who knew it would be who so knew huge yeah and who knew that the band would be so huge that was yeah. the timing you know that uh, kind of a shocking picture because mm-hmm. the kid's naked, you know, yeah. and it's a boy, you know, yeah. you see the kid's dick, and yeah. everybody's, you know, Ooh. but you really can't be upset about that because it's a little bitty baby. Yeah, um, no, it's you not. Can't. It's not like uh, 
shocking, right? Right. Um, People change diapers every day. You kind of got to be weird to be upset about that. And then such a cool image. And then the band got so hot, like, Mm -hmm. right then, you know? Wasn't it, like, three years later when Kirk took his life? Yeah. So what was that three years like for you? Like, was it hot and heavy, kind of intense? Well, in the beginning, so I shot the, the kid... Uh, we did the album cover, and then, and I didn't expect much out of this. You know, this was just a job for me. I was yeah. happy. It was like one of my very first underwater jobs in a band. And, yeah, and right. uh, but I didn't know the band. Yeah. You know, they're like, "Oh, these guys are good. You'll like them." And I'm like, "All right," you know. And <laughs> uh, yeah, hope the check clears. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then they're like, "Hey, you got to shoot the band." You know, so that was a few months later. Oh, okay. And that was a much more difficult shoot. Because it, there was no concept, you know, and and it was difficult execution. So it was a total flop yeah. on what we had before, you know. And then three people and equipment and all this. Other yeah, stuff. and uh, and then you know managers and producers and people from the label. Yeah, by then there's more pressure. It's like it's a big deal, right? No, it's a huge deal. Yeah. And then you got to please all the. Before there was no expectations, you know. Mm. And now you got to please everybody, and nobody's happy. And so I went from. You know, one day I'm the golden child at Geffen Records to the devil the next day. Yeah. And and so that was tough. Because so, they didn't like the band shots no, or something. No, they hated them. What do you think they were looking for? Like, why didn't well, they, they like Well, they them? told me, they're like, oh, we don't like Kurt Cobain's hair, you know? Oh, I'm like, I'm like ah, I really don't think uh, <laughs> that's the issue here. Like they know? wanted him to have a different hairstyle? Uh, I think they just wanted it slicker and oh, okay. more produced. And, oh, okay. You know, who knows? It's Maybe just, like a stylist and mm-hmm, all that. Kind yeah, of and I I didn't provide like really cool catering, you know. Oh, they okay. were like, oh, man, there was stuff there. And as a photographer, I really wasn't. I didn't know that underwater that well. Mm-hmm. You know, I could do the simple stuff. So it was a you know learning thing for me, and I just went on and and then. And you're shooting film, and you don't. I mean, you can't, it's not like digital. You can't see what you're doing, really. Right. You can't show it to anybody. You know, <laughs> yeah. nobody knows. Right. They're like, hey, do you Until got the it? Next you day. Know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess back to Kurt's death. You know, it took me a while to become fond of that band, mm-hmm. you know? And I was at that point, you know? And when I heard that um, there was a death at his house, I did not believe mm-hmm. that it was him. Yeah. I'm like, nah, man. No, no, it's, it's like somebody working there. You know, there's mm-hmm. like a problem. Yeah. You know? And so I feel uh, really bad about that and yeah. really sad about that. And I wish uh, there was some way he could have walked away. Yeah. Because he was unhappy, you know. Because when you met him, he was probably just a average happy-go-lucky no, guy. No, he wasn't very happy when I met him. Oh, either. he wasn't? No. Okay. Uh-uh. As far as the baby goes, Spencer Eldon, that kind of that's gone forward in time too. Like you've shot him again. I shot him when he was ten for Rolling Stone, hmm. and I keep in touch with him. Yeah, and he's kind of he's kind of bummed about um, the whole situation a bit, you know, because he feels like everybody made money on this project but him and yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> And I get that, you know. Yeah. I really do understand his his feelings. Ah, yeah. Um, but who? Yeah, again, like who knew? Who knew? I mean, you know, you would have had to have like some a lawyer and a contract and a yeah, and it never would have happened, right? This is one of those things where they, I mean, for him, for the model, 
I went out and I I shot a, I looked at a couple of kids, you know, at a swim school, mm-hmm. you know, and when I, I and I'm like gave everybody um, shot some kids and I gave them fifty bucks a head to get their photo taken. And I'm like, hey, if they pick it up as an album, I'll give you another two hundred bucks, which is what I did with Spencer, Eldon, the Nirvana baby. And I mean, it's standard. Like, yeah, if you're just a model in a in some uh, generic shots, like you're yeah. not going to be making millions of dollars, right? Probably. And and I mean I, I felt I remember signing away my the t shirt rights to Nirvana for five hundred bucks and I thought I'd made a really lucrative call. Yeah. So I wish he, that he um could have done better financially from this. Yeah. yeah. What is he doing now? He's an artist and uh he's a business guy. We haven't we haven't spoken recently, but he's doing well and um I'm still close with his parents and so that's where I'm at. Nice. I care about him, you know? Yeah. And I, I want him to be happy about it. Yeah. It's and great. I was worried when I shot him, and and it was such a cool picture, but his dick was so prominent yeah. that I'm like, man, when he's 15, he's going to come to my house and murder me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm like, and, but he was cool about it, you know? He got, he was ahead of his time, you know? Yeah. So he was like, cool, because most guys, you know, like, you know, you catch him changing clothes. Uh, yeah. In the van, you know, and you go, oh man, you just put that online, you know. Yeah. So everybody saw his Johnson way before everybody saw everybody else's. Yeah. And but you're right, it is just a baby. I mean, it's like yeah. why? I don't know why are people so hung up about nudity anyway? I mean, Stupid. it's really weird. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. So it seems like your main, the main thing that you do now is photograph people. Yeah. The thing with with underwater stuff is it's one and done. Yeah. Right. Right. As a commercial thing, you know. Coke will come, hey, can you do this one shot for us? You, yeah. You do the Coca-Cola ad, and you're done. Yeah. Right? They don't call you back again. So it's a technical thing, you know. It's it's really hard. It's really weird in that you can't talk to anybody when you're underwater, yeah. the model you're shooting, mm-hmm. right? They can't really see you. They don't have goggles on. They don't have a mask. So it's this weird choreographed thing where you have to go through this kind of thing to get ready, and you do it, and then you're you're done, and it's super slow. It's mm-hmm. the slowest. I'm not a slow guy. Um, when you're underwater and you see something, you're like, oh, oh, <laughs> and you slowly move toward this. I'm like, the light's falling, the light's falling, but really it's like, the light's falling. Yeah, oh. right. You know? Yeah, there's no quick No, and so everything is slow. Everything is tedious. Everything is heavy. Everything's, everybody's cold or wet. You know, it's yeah. a difficult, difficult process. And so now I'm, I'm mostly a portrait guy, environmental portraits, because I like to meet people. I like to meet weird people, strange people, any kind of people. Yeah. Go in there, see them in their environment, capture that, and get out. Yeah, I was looking at the ones that you have on your website, and they're really, really beautiful. I think Thanks. that, um, yeah, working with people, interacting with people, is uh, it's something that a lot of photographers are afraid of, I think, and they avoid it. I know. It's, it is weird. Um, it's funny that guys... I know people go, hey, can you shoot this for me? Right? I don't want to. I don't want to do this. Yeah. You know, because they're real happy to be sitting in a room trying to get a perfect highlight on a piece of Jello. Yeah. But you go, hey, <laughs> <laughs> can you go shoot that guy in a wheelchair? And they're like, no. Oh wow. Like, I want to do that. You know, I want to go meet that nutball. You so know? you like people? Yeah. And I'm like the best thing about photography for me more than anything is the access you get. Yeah. Where you get to go. You know, 
I mean, I've, I've photographed a guy who paints the Golden Gate Bridge. So I get to go on top of the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. You know, and hang out. And you get paid for that. I'm like, that is perfect. That's all <laughs> That's I want. That's pretty cool. You know? So you put me in a, in a wetsuit and you stick me in the bottom of the ocean or you take me up in a plane or take me to a fantastic bar, anything like that. That's that's what I'm about. Yeah. yeah. How often do you travel? I travel a lot. Oh, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Where do you, how do your clients find you? No one knows. <laughs> I mean, zip, man. It's like everything I've ever done to promote myself has failed. Oh. They just go, eh, why don't you use that guy? He's cool. It's word of mouth. Word of mouth. Yeah. yeah. That's it. So you just keep doing a good job and build relationships. and Yeah. And then you build a relationship with someone and then they go away. They decide that they want to do uh, pottery instead. And you're like, no, don't do that. Don't follow your heart. Stay here. <laughs> Grind away. <laughs> Suffer. <laughs> yeah, right. mm-hmm. yeah. You know, speaking of advertising and editorial, it seems like you know, I was looking at a couple of the projects you had on your website and there seemed to be a theme it was kind of like and it's something that i've dealt with myself it's like why are these things always so last minute and crunch time and everything i mean that's just i don't know i guess that's just the nature of yeah it's 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 dumb it doesn't need to be that way yeah yeah i don't know why you thrive in that environment or does it i do i'm a it does stress me out but i'm a i can work really fast yeah and i i like that but i i do think it's dumb to Mm -hmm. push ourselves into the corner yeah. You know, but I mean, I like a deadline and it is neat and I've done it long enough to where I'm, technically I'm really, I think I'm pretty savvy. Yeah. And so I can size it up. I like looking at light, looking at available light, mixing light. Mm-hmm. What can we do? And I try and do the least amount of work as possible to take this image. I don't like guys that I don't, not that I don't like them, but I don't, using 10 lights when you can use one light is a mm-hmm. waste of time. Yeah. And I think really good shooters can do more with less. So you don't have any problem using adding light or using lights? I mean, no, and I'm, I'm all about that. Yeah. But I'm, I like to drag the shutter for a two-second thing and use that neon to put a little highlight over here and then do a little tiny kicker, yeah. you know, and balance light. I'm about balancing light. That's okay. my thing. So that it all looks natural? Not necessarily natural. It all looks beautiful. Yeah. So that... And I don't, I don't need a lot of retouching. I'm not big on that. I mm-hmm. use it, but it, it's a crutch. Yeah. And uh, the youngsters, uh, they're really good at it. I admire them, but I think it's better to do it clean right off the bat if you can. Well, that's one thing that I, I can relate with you with. You know, it's like when you shot film, you, you were out shooting and then now we're like sitting at our computers all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I I literally got into photography because I never wanted to touch a computer. Yeah. Uh, they they tried <laughs> to get me irony. in school. And yeah. I'm like, "Hey, do this." I'm like, "No, no, I don't ever want to do that." And for me, it's it's tough because you spend so much time alone in front of that screen. Yeah. And I like the camaraderie of a photo shoot and back in the day, I used to go to the photo lab two or three times a day. Mm-hmm. So I would see photographers, cool photographers that you'd never run into in any other spot every day. Oh, and yeah. we, we all shared our images. You're like, what'd you do, man? You know, look at this. What do you think I should do? And like, ah, oh, push it, you know, pull it, you know, change the chemistry. What can you do? And you, and it was such a cool social vibe. Yeah. And uh, 
No. Well, I'd never even thought of that, yeah. that we lost that. This we like, did. camaraderie and the collaboration and kind of bouncing ideas and and sharing. Yeah, wow. you could show up in any town, uh, in almost any country, go to a photo lab, and you're with kindred spirits. Yeah. You're like, hey, man, what's going on? Where do I go to eat? What do I do? And then people would tell you. And you run your film, and you have to come back to, to look at the rest of the film in two hours. So you'd see, like, oh, like, oh what did you shoot? And yeah. You know, yeah. And, and did you eat that? Did you get the empanadas, <laughs> you know? <laughs> did you have the tequila? It was good. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Now we're all just sitting in dark rooms, uh-huh. staring yeah, at computers right. alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. What do you think that uh, we could do to change that or make it better? I mean, is there any... Is it just, that's just the way it is now, or do you think it I think could it's, be better? I, I don't know. Well, one of the reasons I'm in this studio here is because it's a shared space. Yeah. And I like that. And when I was young, you know, we used to, I always shared a studio. I didn't want to have my own studio. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was good business-wise, because it's nice to buy a place, you sell it when you get old or whatever. But it's neat when you're in a collaborative environment, and people can help you out. I go, hey, man, what about this? What about that? And we would share equipment. And so I like this space, photo group, because there's a bunch of guys going on here. And you pick up that energy from yeah. the other guys. Yeah. Now, it's a cool vibe around here. Yeah. I really like it. Because I don't shoot. I do do a lot of studio stuff. I hadn't really been over here. So are you a natural light kid? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Honestly, I feel like that's just because I never really... I don't. I've never practiced that much, and I just don't feel confident about right. it. So I just avoid it. I guess. So, do you ever shoot any film? Film? Rarely. Yeah. Yeah, but I'd. I'd like to do more. I'm wondering, what are your feelings about, um, you know, keeping the rights to your photos? Like, how did you end up not giving away the rights to your your Nevermind shoot? Well, uh, I mean, is that not? I don't. I just, I just figured it would be standard that the record company would own the photos somehow. No, they contracted with me to own three photos. It's it's a weird thing in that I keep the rights to the stuff I think is important. Okay. But I don't with a lot of other stuff. So you choose your battles. I, I do. You know, I like to give people, you know, I do a lot of dumb jobs. You do a job. I, I did a nice clean picture for somebody. You want it, it's yours, you know? Yeah. Like, but like with the Nevermind shoot, I mean, you didn't know it was going to be so huge, so. No. If you had just written off the Pro- whole it was thing, probably then. probably because it was the the day when I shot. I mean, the time when I yeah, shot. Yeah, right. You know, the decade, whatever. People weren't um, as sophisticated about that kind of stuff. Maybe. Well, they just yeah. I mean, if some, I'm sure if they'd come to me and say, "Hey, we want to buy it. We want to own it," I would have went, "Oh, look, yeah, sure." Yeah. You know, I wouldn't have known. You know, I don't make. Uh, I don't have royalties. Like people think, oh, you have royalties on the album cover. No. Yeah. Um, every time somebody buys the album, I don't get a dime. Right. Um, or a penny, whatever. I mean, I don't get any money, and people think of that. But I don't think it has to be that lucrative. And I gave them a good product on the day they hired me, and I'm happy about it. I'm happy to retain the rights to the band stuff. You know, it's up to each artist how they want to how they want to work it. Yeah. And it's harder and harder nowadays. People want to buy out on everything. Oh, they and, do. And yeah, and it's normally stupid because normally the stuff you shoot is dated. It's not going to go anywhere. It's mm-hmm. different when you're shooting celebrities. I mean, I wouldn't have the underwater pictures I took of the band Nirvana, not the album cover, but the band wouldn't have been as lucrative as they are if the, if it wasn't who it was. Yeah, you know, it's it's weird in photography when. Annie Leibovitz shoots a picture of this guy, and it's incredible. Why? Because it's John Belushi. Yeah. 
and would that photo have been as good with someone else? If it yeah, was just one of us. But it's not as marketable, no you know? Yeah, nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Yeah. What do you hear from other photographers around here about photo rights? Like, is that an issue? Is that something people struggle with a lot? It is. Yeah. You have to educate your clients, and, and it, it's a struggle, and it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to imagine, like, what would be helpful to someone if they were listening to this. I try and – well, for me with rights, I try and gauge my clients, all right? I'm like, look, if you live in a nicer house than I live in, you Mm. need to pay me some money. Yeah. Right? If you're a little guy starting out and you got nine roommates, I'm going to give this to you and let you go make your fortune. Right. Whether it works or it doesn't. Okay. You know? And – I don't like it when a big production company comes in here and they go, we don't have any money. I'm like, wow, really? You're Target. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're Walmart. Yeah, and but he, if it's like some little food truck around here that's opening up. I'm like, look, I will, like, yeah. I'm like, look, I'll give you, you give me nine really cool tacos, I'm going to give you <laughs> three really good photos. Okay. Absolutely. Nice barter yeah. situation. Yeah, I'm all about that. You oh, know? Sweet. We're all the same tribe, you know? We're all yeah. trying to live it, make it. Yeah. You know? Tell me the difference between advertising and editorial work. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, advertising pays a lot better. Okay. Advertising is much more of a pain in the ass. Everybody's involved. Yeah. And so as a photographer, at least at my level, you're kind of the last guy on the thing. Yeah. You got to fulfill someone else's dream. Right. Everybody's involved, right? And when you're doing it, even when you're doing it, everybody's involved. And editorial is so much purer mm. in that um, you get some concepts from an editor and you go out and do it. You produce it. Sometimes they come with you. Somebody from the magazine, sometimes they don't. Sometimes you work with a writer. I work with a really cool writer, Anthony Head, good pal of mine, and we've done a, a ton of work together. And so as a team... We can go mm. out and do battle and get this beautiful image and bring it back. And, and, and the story. Yeah. yeah. And so the editorial is, is almost pure photography. Mm. I th- I, well, portraiture. Um, not really if you're you know, selling you know, what's the new hot purse or the, the finest cowboy boots in Texas, whatever. Yeah. That's not it. But when you get to go out, you meet somebody on death row or you go to – the coolest old bar in Texas yeah. or whatever. That to me is my meat and potatoes. It's why yeah. you're in the business to get that access, to get that environment. Yeah. yeah. But you'll take the advertising work because you got to They pay you a bunch of money. Yeah. You know? And you'll put up and with the you stress. Can, and Yeah. You put a big nuisance fee on there and then oh, yeah. go, yeah, that'll I'll absolutely work for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, tell me more about your environmental portraits. Like, I'd read something online. You said that you have to make a plan, but then you have to be really flexible because you're interacting with another person in a situation, and they're well. That's interesting. You read that online because I didn't, I didn't know that I did that, but I buy that. Yeah, I like now, that. You said, actually, I think that's on your website on really? one of your uh, project <laughs> descriptions. I mean, that's what I took away from. Okay, it. all right. Yeah. No, you got to be. You got to. It's a photographer. You got to be able to move. You got to be on the fly, right? Yeah. You have. You lay in your bed the night before. Oh, psyched up about this shoot. What am I going to do? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And you get there, and the whole thing falls flat. You got to pick it up and run with it. You know, mm-hmm. um, you got to have your skills technically. 
which is a tough thing for me now because technology changes so quickly. But you need to know your photo skills so well that mm. you don't have to think about it. Yeah. That so you can just recognize the light's changing, you know, this is moving. What's this guy's mood? Is he pissed off? Is he happy? Can we do this? Can we get a little bit of happiness out of him before we challenge him a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, before they throw us out? It's it's weird for me now in that I'm like, this thing's not working. And they're like, well, did you download the new firmware? I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, well, did you read that email we sent you in your junk folder? No, I didn't. And I'm like, yeah, your lens is out of date. And so... Uh, that's a little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any especially fun stories about an editorial job that we're just meeting a really cool person or a really cool location? You guys at home, you can't see this, all right? <laughs> this woman is mom, and uh, she's on this little island in the Bahamas. Oh yeah. And she was a baker, right? Mm-hmm. So I go out there for a travel job, and I wanted to shoot some portraits of the locals. Yeah, And she was such a kind woman and such an interesting person. She baked these loaves of bread, you know, and she wanted to have her bread. And then she gave me a kilo of salt huh. as a gift, you know, which is beautiful. Yeah, Sea salt, they have sea salt, they, you know. Yeah. And you never, you know, I never would have met her otherwise. And I got a baggie full of salt mm-hmm. to bring back in my luggage. What a nice experience. Yeah. 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 No, but I mean, like, it's difficult to bring a a kilo oh. of salt back in your <laughs> luggage. Okay. Yeah, you were worried. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good afternoon. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wow. I've never been to the Bahamas. So. Oh, you got to go, man. Go to Exuma. It's yeah. beautiful. And you went diving? I did, absolutely. Yeah. Hurt myself there. Oh. And uh, at that time, it was a very tiny little development. You know, not much there. They drive on the other side of the road. And uh, we were running back in the dark, and I ran off the road. Uh, the car was going to hit us, and I bashed my knee. And there's no doctor on that island. Hmm. They, so they, they go, you got two choices. The DEA will fly you out on their helicopter, or you could see the veterinarian. I'm like, let's go to the veterinarian. Hmm. <laughs> Went to this guy's house. It's like a movie. Super, plot. super <laughs> going to good dude. Can't say his name. And he had an x-ray machine for horses and put me in there. Mm-hmm. Fixed me up, you know, gave me some crutches, good deal. Would you say you're uh, an adventurous person or an adrenaline junkie or anything Absolutely, like that? yeah. Oh, you yeah, are? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with not a lot of skills, but um, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What's the most adventurous things that you can think of that you've done or something that you want to do? I don't know if I have any more adventures that I want to do. I've done a lot. You mm-hmm. know, I'm lucky to have my fingers and toes. Um, so do you, outside of your... Uh, commercial work, do you also shoot for yourself? Do you have personal projects? I do. Uh, yeah. Tell I me think about those. Um, my personal projects are probably pretty boring. Okay. Uh, but I'm doing a little thing uh, this Friday where I'm, you know, I do, I tend to shoot really wide, mm-hmm. like put a person in their environment. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm going to shoot really tight. And so I got a kid at UT who, it's going to round up some talent for me. And I'm going to do tight shots, really tight of their face, a little bit of background in the studio. But to see if I can get a little different emotion out of the same person. Mm. So when you look at them so tight, you know, because I don't really give people direction when I shoot. I, try, I just try and let them be. Yeah. And I would like to 
try and push it a little bit to see if I can actually elicit something from them. Mm. Most of the time, kind of fight against that, and I thought I would just try and indulge it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, indulge it. I like that word. Yeah. So, like when you did your that twenty five portraits project, that was like a quick turnaround, right? Where you just had to go out on the street and photograph twenty five people. You kind of build up a rapport with them. I mean, is it is it scary going up to those people? Do you feel like they could just? It is. You get. I get over. I can get over the hump. You know, it is. It's hard to approach people. Austin is such a nice town. People here are are kind and open, mm-hmm. and so it's much easier here. And there's not a lot of regulations as far as photography goes. Like in LA, it's I'd be a, a twenty. I did twenty five portraits in like three hours. None of it was prepped. Go up somebody, say hi. Hey, can I shoot a quick portrait of you? And I got to do it quick, make it clean without boring them and and taking up too much of their time. Yeah. And I just cranked it out, and we did it, and it came out really well. That must really force you to get over your fear of just approaching people. I yeah. Because a lot of people can't do that. Like, they will not go up to a stranger. Yeah. If they can help it. <laughs> it, it yeah. And that's part of your thing, man. As a shooter, you got to be able to do... I know I hate I hate being around um, tourists. I, I don't like to go to a a tourist site when I see selfie sticks and an iPad, yeah. I'm like, I'm gone. And sometimes I, you know, when I travel, I really want to shoot in a touristy area and I feel so weird. I'm like, God, I'm one of them, you know? Well, cause and that's so- where all the interesting people are. Right. So what are you hoping with this, uh, portrait, this close up portrait project? I don't know. I just want to see, see what I can do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of neat to, as a photographer, as a commercial photographer, you get used to being to deliver. You can deliver what they want, mm-hmm. right? I can do happy, shiny, smiling people, whatever. And so can you shoot something you didn't know you could shoot? You know, I saw this thing about Annie Leibovitz the other day where she's like, you know, I don't want to make people, it's not my job to make people feel comfortable mm. in front of the camera. And I get that in her perspective. But I don't like to take uh, a cheap shot at somebody. There's so many of those you can do. Well, it's interesting that she said that she doesn't think that she needs to make people feel comfortable. Because when I photographed people before, I mean, you and they're not used to being photographed, or they don't like to be photographed. You can see them squirming. You can see how uncomfortable they are. They can. You can see that they don't know what to do. And you've like the the empathy, and you does want to give them something. It wants you're a to nice give guy. you like, yeah, some right. direction or right. some feedback or right. some reassurance or yeah, something right. like that. Right. But you're saying that sometimes it's better to hold, withhold that. Well, or maybe she was. She, she was. She that. was saying that. Yeah. And and I I resist that. Yeah. Because I want to be a nice guy. And so there is something to that, you know. So I'm just going to go explore that a little bit. And what know? what might you do with those photos? Or it doesn't matter. It's just you want that experience. That experience. Of yeah. That. Yeah. You know, it's it's weird. Um, a lot of times you shoot stuff, you never see it. You shoot it, it just goes, they do what they do, they don't do what they do, you you don't know. And uh, so to me, it's all about the experience. And my bet is like, mm. did I shoot something that I like, that I care about, yeah. that I'm proud of? As a photographer, you're, you're your own critic. You know, you got to know, man, when you lay down at night, did I get it or did I miss it? Or did you push yourself hard enough? Yeah. You know, that's the kind yeah. of feeling I have. Like if I'm looking for a shot and there's that moment where you could kind of just give up, 
but then there, then you just push through that and you're like, no, I don't have it yet. I got to keep pushing, pushing, right. pushing. And then you get it. Right. So that was the thing back in the day when there was film as opposed to digital. Because now that you have a, people looking at it and they're deciding, did you yeah. get it? As you're working. And back in the day, they would come to you and go, hey, do you have it? Yeah. Do you have it? And you had to be able to say, yes, I have it. Or no, I don't, man. I got to keep working. Yeah. And they're going, we got to go on. We got to go on. We got we got other shit. And you go, no, I don't have it. And then mm. when you finally go, I have it, then, man, you made a bond with them. You're like, he said he had it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it. we all go home. We all fly home. We get on a plane. We fly home. And that fucker better have had it. Yeah. That is you know? a that, talk about another dynamic that's gone now, you know, with yeah. digital. I mean, it's almost like the photographer on a shoot like that becomes just kind of like a cog in the machine. They're just like a tool. They're literally the one that's just like taking the pictures, but they're not deciding if they've got the shot or not. Someone else is deciding that, essentially. Yeah, I hate to say you're a cog because you can still say it, but it's not as risky as it was back then. Okay. Back then... It's very risky, and um, there are less risks now. You know, with my, my pictures of uh, the band Nirvana, when I photographed that band on that particular day, it was a cloudy day. It was uh, in the water, in the pool. It was a shitty, it was like shitty weather and, and uh, shitty water. Mm-hmm. And 10 years or 15 years go by, technology changes. You take those flat images, and you put them in, you scan them, and you tweak the contrast, and you're like, well, shit. Yeah. We got something that looks a little more interesting. Yeah. Well, speaking of that photography, tell me how you ended up being connected with Stephen Walker at Modern Rocks Gallery, because that probably changed your life a little bit, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, Stephen, a great guy, and we had met at another gallery here in town, and I'd been with a gallery in New York, I'm in a gallery in Italy, and Steve called me up, and we talked, and we just clicked. Yeah. And it was so nice to to have a human being in the project because when you're with a gallery in out of state or another country, you talk to somebody, and then you talk to somebody else, talk to somebody else, and pretty soon you're just you know clicking on a web page. Yeah. And nothing to do with it. With him, you know, we are together, you know. We yeah. see each other eye to eye, handshake. And he cares about photography, and he cares about my work and he cares about his gallery and it's a it's a beautiful thing to be able to drive through our little town of Austin and across the highway and yeah. get together and, and take care of business. And he's a musician and an artist and a photographer and a good dude. Yeah. You know, I know his wife, I know his kid. To me that's that's what it's all about. You know, photography I mean just being a person, you want to have relationships, you know? I would like to be able to go there and, and hug my dealer. Yeah, right. Give him a squeeze. You know? And how was that? I remember I actually interviewed him towards the beginning of when I started my podcast, and it's a great interview. He told the story about how, I don't know, was it like soon after you guys decided to start working together, it just like blew up or something blew up? Mm-hmm. Like, what was that like? It was just weird. It's strange. You know, the media... Because this work had already been floating floating around with your other galleries, the yeah. Nirvana work. When one media source gets on a story, it goes to another media source. Mm-hmm. And this thing just went and bred itself, generated a big noise, and a lot of people got interested in it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just wondering, like, you already had that work. That work was already kind of living out in the world and being sold, but this seemed like kind of like it took it to the next level. Like, yeah, it's it's just funny how how things get hot, you know, and it just got hot, and it got really popular really quickly. It's cool, and I don't know why. I don't know why it happens. I don't have any control over it. You just it just goes, and you're like, wow, that's something. It's yeah. nice that people like your work, but I have no clue. Yeah. Yeah. But that must be nice to get some income from that work still. I mean, I guess that's some kind of like a consolation. Yeah, well, I don't need a consolation. It, it's nice to get, absolutely, love to get paid. Um, I like to sell my work. I, I feel good about that stuff. And I'm not like, I'm not bitter about anything. Yeah. I'm happy that I had that shoot. I, I feel a little bit like a, like a one-trick pony. And so I'm always looking for my next big gig. Yeah, I'm anticipating that. What do you think that could be? I don't do know. I, I don't. I don't think you can tell what people want because I've done. I've done pictures where I've worked so hard on mm. and put so much effort into, and pictures I love that people don't respond to. And there's other pictures. They're like, eh, I like it. It's okay. And they go, man, it's fantastic. Best work you've ever done. You are the king. You are incredible. <laughs> so you don't know. Yeah. Right? It's it's subjective completely. Yeah. And and I think that, that I have to judge my work myself. I have to decide, man, I did it or I didn't. And I've had pictures in my portfolio that I've shown over the years where people don't respond to it. I'm like, you know what? I got to pull it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Nobody else does. <laughs> goes yeah. on, goes in my office on the wall. Yeah, but um, it's not, it's not what somebody wants. And but so there's a balance between what you like and what other people like. Yeah, I mean. and it doesn't mean that what you did is bad. It's just um, nobody cares <laughs> except me. <laughs> you know, there are certain things I care about. Nobody yeah. else does, and I don't care. I'm fine with that. Yeah, you know, and and then there's other pictures that I've done where people think they're great, and I'm like, eh, I don't really give a shit. Yeah, you know, you like it, God. All right, yeah. here's a print. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll sign it for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have any other personal projects or anything like going forward in the future that you're kind of excited about? No, man. You don't have any other other than this shoot that, with his yeah, up students? to Friday, and then Monday <laughs> so I'll be a new day. A, you're very much in the moment. Yeah, absolutely. By, day by day, yeah. week by week. Yeah. Okay. What do you think about the current state of photography in general? Then, you know, to me, is a absolute mystery. Yeah, I'm intrigued by it, and and I don't know. Um, it's interesting. Or the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The future is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Right. Um, and, you know, I know guys that are putting out really cool work, and I, I don't know. I I got tired. I get tired of everybody. Um, everybody thinks they're a photographer. Yeah. And I think, and I still think there's room for good quality photography. Absolutely. I really do, and I'm optimistic about that. I I know people will go, well, if you if you don't shoot the job, I'll just shoot it with my phone. I get that. That can only go so far. It can only I mean, go so far. People, um, it's really important. It used to be important to take a really good picture. And then it became important to take a picture right now. We mm-hmm. need a picture right now. As far as advertising stuff goes. Yeah. Or editorial, commercial photography. Yeah. And and so I think there's a way to make a living. You know, there's, it's a weird thing. And you've got this tier group of like 
super high-end, expensive photographers, and these guys doing it for free, you know? And then are you do are you going to do it for free and just have a bunch of likes on your Instagram? And, and I don't know where it's headed. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm blown away by what you can do with your phone. But there's still, man, when you look at it, there's still something to be said when an image is taken by a real photographer. When, uh, you know, your mom has that iPhone X or yeah. iPhone 10, whatever it is nowadays, it's different than when you took the photo, yeah, you know? And so there's something, there's something there still. I think we're going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm optimistic. So if someone wants to check out more of your work where where would they where would you send them i'd say come by the house you know <laughs> <laughs> just come over and yeah come over yeah portfolios. i got a, i got a bunch of stuff yeah <laughs> kirkweddle.com there you go brother did you uh did i see in an email you had uh signed it with wed yeah wed's my nickname oh yeah. i didn't know that yeah. okay yeah wed all right cool yeah i had a buddy of mine and i go all right i'll see you at wed and he goes wednesday <laughs> i'm like no <laughs> It's <laughs> my name. <laughs> hey. Cool, thanks, man. All I right. really appreciate it. We're shaking hands again. Yeah. All right. We made it official. Okay. It's official. We Peace. Did it. Thanks. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast, please consider sharing it with anyone that you think might get value from it. And also consider leaving a rating and review on iTunes. Be sure to check out the links in the show notes at the bottom of the webpage for each episode, or also by tapping the Square Austin Art Talk logo graphic on your phone within the podcast app to discover more info related to my guests, their work, and many of the things we mention and talk about in the episode. Please don't hesitate to share any feedback so that I can continue to improve what I'm creating and make it more useful to you. Thanks again for your time, and take care. Thank you.